Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Stay tuned for Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy right here on Blog Talk Radio. In the small hollow in North Carolina, there have been several Bigfoot sightings, burning fields and meadows, and even attacking chickens at a local watering hole. Hunters may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. Up until Sunday night, have been spotted recently, but according to these pictures, the legendary Mothman is back. The number of UFO sightings is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Now, she's not talking about people. She is talking about ghosts hanging around what some say is a real-life haunted house. You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on paratalkradio.com. Paratalk Radio is your one-stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. We cover topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. Paratalk Radio is a product of the Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators. You can join us every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. Central. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, TuneIn, and Google Play. We are a part of AHAM Radio Network and blogtalkradio.com. Live video streaming can be seen on Facebook at facebook.com backslash paratalkradio and periscope.tv. To contact us, email paratalkradiohost at gmail.com or search on the web for Paratalk Radio. Paratalk Radio is recorded live at Google Productions in Ontario, New York, engineered by John Winter. We are Rochester, New York's only paranormal talk radio show. The topics, views, and opinions expressed on our show may not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Paratalk Radio, our hosts, or our sponsors. Some of the language on our show may not be suitable for listeners under 16. And now, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. Hi, everybody! (laughs) You guys are weird. We do it. We we do not. You guys saw when I walked in, I swear. Yep. We didn't I rehearse mean, that at all. No, we, we are <laughs> we weird. We just do it like this. That's right. Okay, I want to say hi to a few people before we all start. Right, say, wait, just hey, one Chris, second before you do that. Hold on, before you do that. Everybody that's listening, that's on hold on the phone, just hang tight. We will get to you in a second. We'll be right with you. Yeah. yeah. Go okay. ahead. Uh, hi, Kristen. Hi, Robert. Hey, David. Tyler. He says, Ted. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Hey, Cindy, Ted, and Invisible John. Robert, mm. she touched the mic a few times. Are you talking about when I touched it accidentally with my no. breastuses? Anyway, uh, David Tyler says, Hiya, John. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Jacob. <laughs> uh, Kristen says, Hi, Ted, Cindy, and John. Hey, James and Nina. We need music for this, like behind when she's hey, doing this Steve. or something, like Price is Right or something. I don't have it, but I'll get it. <laughs> Dr. Nick? Oh, it's Blonde Talk Radio. That's right, Kristen. Not tonight, baby. Yeah, ah, Sub Dave? Well, you're getting them all in there all tonight, right. aren't you? Um, Eric, wait, wait. 
yeah. Okay. So Sarah, J- Sarah. James is in there. That's amazing. I know. Hey, Cal. Kelly's watching too. She said, "Good evening." Yeah. Good James evening, Anito. Sarah. James Anito. That's awesome. I know. Thank you. Thank James. You. Awesome. Our 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 um our priest <laughs> pastor. <laughs> I, I was like, should he be? Yeah, whatever. Leave the poor boy alone. I'm just kidding. I'm teasing See, him. See, when you're yeah. Irish like like me, everybody drinks. They don't give a shit whether you got a collar on or I'm, not. Excuse me, I'm Irish. So am me. So am I. So am me. What so, kind of language is so that? So am me. So am me. That's a new end language. That's a, so a me, Paratalk yeah. radio language. So am me. Yeah. So I, I want to kind of inform everybody real quick what we're doing is we have callers from world's largest ghost hunt. We have teams calling us. Because we didn't us. get them on Saturday. Yeah, so we have them all calling in right now. So we are going to go to oh, the phone. Cute. We're going to the phone right now. Makeup um, says, let's get our ghoul on. Okay, so go. listen, it is October. I'm wearing my Halloween gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. For October. All right, let's concentrate here. I am. Focus, focus, focus. Hocus, pocus, focus. Ha, ha, ha. Anyways. <laughs> So let's get to our let's get to our first, first caller. I can't even talk today. So all you're gonna do is that tell us your name, what team you are responding from, and your location that you are at. Please go ahead. He's like, "That's right, Hello. Hi, Hello. this is Sean and Shannon from Hamiltucky Paranormal. Hello, Hi, Rex how are you? Where were you? How are you? Good. What, what location were you? We were at the Butler County Historical Society in Hamilton, Ohio. Hamilton, Ohio. That's awesome. That is awesome. So how did it go? It went really well. We had a lot of activity there. Um, we got a lot of great evidence. We're still trying to go through it. But overall, <laughs> we had a great time. And great. We even discovered a... Uh, Picture, picture today with a face in it, with an orb. So you had a few evidence that we found so far. Awesome. So you had some really cool stuff happening then. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Did. Uh, we, we had some stuff uh, affect me and Shannon with an entity there. We dealt with before on the investigations, and uh, he was uh, drawing our energy big time. And it, oh, uh, the fact that it's both. Yeah. That's just amazing. The, um, the the entity was you would walk into the bathroom where he was and you'd feel immediately um anxious and headaches and um it was just really powerful and quick. Wow. Did you guys get any responses to the questions they had asked? Yeah, I've got from those, the command sir. center. Um, yeah, we so, did. Sorry, go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we actually did. Uh, we 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 uh, went through a medium who was incredible, Kimberly Thomas, and uh, you know, uh, one of the questions I believe, one of the questions I believe was, uh, uh, how do we uh, achieve peace? Correct. Right. And yep. it, it responded. It responded with. Peace will be achieved, but not in our our lifetime. With but with treaties and agreements. Wow, that's amazing. I just got yeah. goosebumps when you said that, which means the truth has been spoken. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you guys. Well, I, I mean, just standing standing next to her, 
gave us yeah. goose, goosebumps. And one thing that she did, I had my cousin came to the to the investigation that night, you know, and uh, and she didn't know her at all. And she described her guardian, which I knew exactly who she described, which was Grandpa. And she just described him to a perfect T, and she started tearing up. It was an amazing uh, moment. Wow, that's amazing. That's really cool. Um, Ohio has a lot of history, so you know I'm glad that you guys were able to call in because we were curious about you know the different states, and that's why we threw this extra half hour to do this stuff tonight. Um, we figured I was talking to Maria, um, mm-hmm. who put this on, and and we had decided that even for like next year we would right. do the day after the event or Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, to talk to all the teams because they're so hyped up and into the investigation right. that right. they don't have time to go, you know, to really just cut to go to a radio show. You guys, we thank you so much for joining us. That's that's amazing stuff. Keep up the great work. We support you and every other team that's out there. But unfortunately, we got more teams calling, so we can only you know dedicate a few minutes to you. So, but thank you again Thanks for, so for joining joining us and well, and, and very, very Thanks, thank you for having us. Yes, Absolutely. anytime. Thank, Thank you, and so we'll much. see you next year. We'll see you next year, right? Perfect. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, you guys. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, James said White Hill was good, but he's, it's bedtime now. So yeah. Okay. So um, you're on the air now with Paratalk Radio. Please tell us your names, what team, and what state you're calling from. Hi, it's Bill Reap. Hey, Bill. How are you? We were in Baltimore, Maryland at the yeah. Lord Baltimore Hotel. Oh, And James wow. and Edo, it's too damn early to go to bed. <laughs> Eight o'clock. I was like, well, it's bedtime. Uh-huh. He's getting old. <laughs> hey, Sherry. So tell us, uh, how did it go? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, it was an amazing location. It, they, they've never opened it up to an investigation at, uh, on, on that scale. So that was mm-hmm. really cool that the hotel actually was interested in uh, opening up the, this glorious hotel, which was built in 1928. Uh, it opened December 30th, 1928. Uh, it was one of the tallest buildings in Baltimore at the time. The Depression hit. And, you know, they had they, being the tallest building, uh, need I say more? Um, you know, pe- people were jumping from the roof there and wow. uh, a lot of history, um, a lot of activity, some crazy, crazy stuff. We went in early. We were there on Friday, did a, wa- a preliminary walkthrough of, you know, layout of how we were going to move all the people because we had over 80 people on the investigation. Holy cat. That's amazing. Did you do any kind of fundraiser or anything like that? Uh, yeah, actually, we did. The money, all the money raised, um, even though that the Lord Baltimore is a historic location, um, mm-hmm. they decided that since they're a, you know, a profit industry, they don't need money to restore the building. So all the money went to the homeless charity back on your feet, oh, uh, my which goodness. is a Baltimore homeless charity. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That is awesome. Yes. So that was, you know, when they told us that's what the money was going to go to, we, you know, we were like, yeah, this is awesome. We can't wait to get here and work with these people. But uh-huh. we did a walkthrough on Friday, and we went mm-hmm. up to the penthouse, and beautiful, 
Okay, you're up in the tower on the in, in this in this building and uh, overlooking the city. Beautiful view, and you know we've all stayed in hotels from one time or another. You know the little flip loop security latches. Yeah, yeah. On the doors. Okay, so we left there. You know, went on to the next location that we were gonna you know be touring. We started at the top, worked our way down. Now, on Saturday, you know, we wanted to go and open everything up. The hotel goes to open everything up, and she comes down, and she goes, we got a problem. We can't get into the penthouse. What? I'm like, what do you mean you can't get into the penthouse? Now, there's two entrances to the penthouse apartments uh, into the rooms. There's four penthouses. Both security latches on both doors were placed. Wow. On the door. Crazy. So, so it was the, only way the in. in well, only way to put them on is on the inside. So yeah, it was really it was great. Wow. It was a wow. And, and the big thing was is out of the you know over eighty some people I got to get the number I, I think it was close to eighty seven total that were there. Only seven people had investigated before. Wow. So <laughs> no kudos. It was all about what World Ghost Hunting Day is about to get people interested in the paranormal and what we do in our you know our crazy daily yeah. lives. That is fantastic. Absolutely. Wow. Now, your the questions that were asked, did you get any responses? We did get responses. Um, the the question, will we see peace? I believe yeah. Tina, Tina Marie, who's our medium, was is still calculating everything. We, I mean, we had tons of EVPs uh, and responses on that. She's trying to clear them up, but we did get a no. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> So, uh, you know, I don't know if it was if it was referring to, you know, the world or if it was referring to this crazy paranormal genre right. we're in, but it said no, you know, oh. uh, but we're still we're still going over data. We have 12 recorders we have to go over and uh, now, did, a lot of information. Did you, but we, uh, did you set up a DVR with cameras in the whole getup or we we did we this the hotel wouldn't let us do a DVR. We did walk through. Um, with cameras, so we had handheld, you know, we had handheld cameras going through the whole building. Mm. Um, You know, we set up some static cameras in some locations, so we're still going over footage from that. Um, But, you know, they wouldn't allow us to run any cables, and I'm not a big believer in wireless uh, DVR systems. Yeah, I'm not either. You you take chances of things just, you know, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Too, Too much RF and you know, and I mean, what was really interesting with the location is it wasn't, you know, I mean, it, they're not closed. They're an open, working, 440-room hotel. Right. 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 So that That's, increased yeah. the energy tremendously. That's amazing. Wow. And, and wow. we had an absolute ball. Our friends from uh, Charm City Ghost, Ghostbusters came out. They brought Ecto One over. I got to I got to drive Ecto One. It was pretty cool. I saw that. I that's saw that. That's crazy. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, that was that. That's amazing. Now we're going to see you, Bill, actually at the Winter Parafest. I can't wait. That is going to be amazing. That is going to be amazing. Can't wait to see you. All right. Well, we got another yeah, caller, Bill. So we well, got thank you. Have a great night. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. All right. All right. So uh, please tell us your name and what location and the team you were participating with, please. 
Hi, this is Dave Seiler, uh, Paranormal Inc. Um, we were Dave. up at the Dave Stewart Farm. How y'all doing? Dave, you just scared the boop, boop, boop out of me. <laughs> and, and Ted, if you go back and watch this, you will see us jump a freaking mile. We all jumped. That was his <laughs> Dave, it's oh. so much. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. I missed you so much. Right, I miss you. I wish you could have made it with us, but oh my God, no. you missed a lot of fun, Cindy. So I take a spirit box and I'm using. Say again. Why don't you rub it in? Okay, I'll rub a little salt on that wound. Love it, love it, love it. All right. So all right. So during the first hour, I walk out into the middle of this huge field, massive field, and I have a small group mm-hmm. with me. We throw a couple K2s down. We couple, throw a REM pod down and um, a millimeter down. And the K2s are going off literally in synchronization. They're just pegging and then stopping, pegging and stopping. So what? I said, are you, are you union? And we got a mumbled response. And then I went, are you Confederate? And I heard, asshole. All of us heard it. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Then we get a All voice right. that said, I say, what's your name? And he says, Chris. And I said, what did you do in the war? And he goes, Minuteman. So oh, you think Gettysburg, cool. you think Civil War, not uh, um, revolutionary. So I was like, wow, okay. I said, what happened to you? And then you hear bullet in the head. Oh, oh. no. Wow. Then we, so the next question was, do you have you a family? It? And you hear all the equipment literally went off at the same time, and you hear from, from the spirit box, yes. I said, what happened to them? They're dead, too. I'm like, wow. So then it kicks into this young lady that sounds like a child named Anna. All right. Mm. So the, and she said, keeps saying, I'm in pain. I'm hurt. Help me. This blood curdling scream. All right. So the first hour is up. I go back and now it's my turn to sit the monitors. Ernie goes out into the field and he picks up literally the same thing. Anna, I'm hurt. Help me. And a blood curdling scream. What? Oh, wow. I have goosebumps right now. That's crazy. It was, it, it was just off the chain. Now, I got to give props, first of all, to Maria uh, from the World's Largest Ghost Hunt. She did a phenomenal job. Um, yes. The tech, yes. I was the, the IT director for the entire World's Largest Ghost Hunt. Um, so the, the Shindig program works great. And we got to give props to the Dave Stewart Farm, the owner, Christina. Um, we had so many people there, we ran out of parking. Uh, and we raised $1,350 for a young man with a uh, brain cancer who's literally on his last leg. So they're trying an experimental medication to save his oh, life. His um, name's Connor. So wow. it, it, it was not only just touching to, to that individual site for everybody. It was across the globe, 154 teams across 18 countries. It was literally a giant hand-holding around the world. It was awesome mm. that's just amazing so yeah it, it was just incredible so but you got to come out to Dave Stewart farm it's just it, it's mind-blowing active and it's not the barn that's the active part it's the field <laughs> wow that's yeah crazy. and that's, I wanted to go so bad I yeah, know we... I heard you I heard you got tied up and we missed you yeah well she wasn't literally I, tied up I mean <laughs> I'm sure That's another show. We already went there once. 
Yep. Definitely a different show. <laughs> invisible, invisible John, be quiet. <laughs> Nothing to the peanut gallery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know, you know it starts. He steps up on that box, and we all just kind of jump up there with him. That's right. That's right. Well, I, you know, okay if Maria's listening, I'd love for her to call in, but I don't know if she's listening. I don't know either. Um, but I'd love her to I'm call in. she's even alive right now because of everything she had to go through. <laughs> Talk about paranormal hangover. Jeez. Robert said that I would have probably frozen out there, and I'm, I'm thinking he's right. <laughs> uh, the the blood-curling scream just ran right through you. It, it, I mean, when you hear spirit boxes say things all the time, yay, you know, like leave, be gone, stuff like that. When you hear this blood-curdling scream come through it, even I, as a, a seasoned paranormal investigator, was about to pick my stuff up and run like hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, we can't keep you because we got another caller. So thank you so yep. much for calling in. Love you guys. With us. Yes, we love you guys, uh, We will too. see you at the Paracon. Yes, we will yes. see you at the Parafest. Yes, thank you, Dave. Indeed. Thank uh, you. Love you guys. Love Bye, you, too. Sweetie. Okay, so um, next caller, can you tell us your name, what? team you were with and the location please terry thomas from the haunted trails of gettysburg with keystone hey, state paranormal hey, hey. You're back, so we yes. are going through we are going through evidence and tonight we have just found a full apparition down in the cellar and ted i am sending you the photo right now so you can take a look yourself Awesome. I would like to see it too. So well, you better I'll share. share it. We'll share. I'll share. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yes, for sure. So did you get yep, answers it, to the questions? Um, you know, we have not checked yet on that part. Okay. Uh, it has mm-hmm. been, there's so much evidence to go through that it's just been two days of major paranormal hangover right now. <laughs> Listen, I have the hangover and I wasn't even there with you guys. Uh, it is terrible. And I mean, oh, being gosh, the yeah. owner of the house and property, I am so drained. All I want to do is sleep. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's exactly how I've been. So I didn't need to be there with you guys. I literally. But you were here. Like, You're always here with us. Yes, I really feel like I was there with you guys. <laughs> Literally, I feel like I was in Gettysburg. Guys. But it was yeah. it was yeah. a night, so I mean yeah. well, everybody. We had we had it here. Yeah, I was I was telling something weird anyway. Yeah, yeah I was telling John that earlier, and yeah. um, he told me that even the Wi-Fi thing upstairs fell off, but he says he's got an explanation. He said the wires forced it off, and well, yeah, but we were, we, were, we didn't touch anything, so yeah, that's that was just, weird. Because we did hear something up there. Yeah, it happened last night or something. Oh, so. but Ted's like, did you get up there? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, because I kept hearing noises too, mm-hmm. so I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, we did. It was weird. So Ted, I just sent it to the world. I just sent it to your Facebook, so it should pop up as capture at captured at the hundred trails. So it awesome. should be on your Facebook right now, underneath where you put uh, teams can call in right now. Actually, awesome. I just received it. Um, let me take a look here quick. Bum, bum, bum. Please yep, share no it, my friends. Please share it. Pass this around. Is it the picture? Like is it, it the person behind? That is behind Christina, and that is my back. So it is standing behind me and Christina. And if you go on the Haunted Trails of Gettysburg Facebook page, 
There's five different pictures, the original and four different ones of, uh, of altered pictures, uh, you know, uh, filtered pictures. We tried to filter everything out to debunk it, and we could not debunk it. Wow, amazing. Robert said, yeah, John, I was seeing stuff behind Ted and Cindy, so I can vouch they didn't touch anything. Nice picture. Make sure you yeah. share that with uh, Maria and stuff. Absolutely. I have already you. sent it. Yep, I sent it to her uh, to her wall is where I sent it. Nice. That's fantastic. Yep. Oh, David said, send to me, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> no, David, no, you don't get it. Oh, well, I'll get it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will, well, Cindy, because as soon as I get back from picking up my daughter, I will send it to you also. Oh, I, I, I can share it. It's not a problem. Okay. Had to share. <laughs> Some things. And, <laughs> you know, and let me tell you, when I received the photo and saw the photo, it was more emotionally draining for me. I don't know if it's being a vet or what it was, but in all the years that I've been doing this, I have not seen a, a, a photo like that of a full apparition. You can see his face. You can see mm-hmm. his expression on his face. Hey, Jeff. Yeah, that's it's nice. It's a beautiful photo. I'm uh, I'm happy Thank that you, you guys Thank very much. I am yep. happy for you as well. Yeah, very very Thank good. You. Thank you. The haunted trail says uh, it, that night it really stepped up. Yeah, and Fantastic. you. Yeah, and you guys had quite a few people there as well. And Dave was saying that he mm-hmm. had a lot, and then the other two that um, they yeah, had over yeah, eighty yeah. people at the one location, yeah, which is amazing. Uh, the hotel in Maryland. Yeah. Ho- Baltimore, Baltimore Hotel. Baltimore. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of it now, but yeah. Baltimore Hotel was it? Something, Something like, like that. Like yeah. yeah, Baltimore Hotel. Yeah, so Sorry, it's still, Bill. it's a, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, it's truly amazing. It really is. It is. It really is. Yeah. And we had so many teams that, that had called in on Saturday when, yeah, when we, had, we were doing we our show few, live. We had a handful that few had. Yeah. That they were having experience as well. Yeah. It's, so. it's fantastic. I'm glad we all were having experiences. <laughs> yeah. Well, Maria, Maria kind of explained to me the next day that um, they did at the command center, they actually did a lot of um, I just got goosebumps when you were prayers and protection at the location because the year before they didn't and they ended up with a whole bunch of stuff happening in the location at the command center. I, it does not. I so, have goosebumps all over my body, which you know <laughs> means the truth has been spoken. So, and she goes, oh my God, you guys took it all. You guys took all the stuff. And I'm like, oh, great. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just what you needed, Ted, with your little buddy. Yeah. Oh, exactly. gosh. Right. Well, how about. Me naturally doing it. Uh, that is very true, Cindy. That is very true, Cindy. <laughs> Ted, uh, Ted yep. has an outside thing. Me, it's all here. <laughs> yep. Charlie yep. goes and you don't have to feel it anymore, right? Yeah, I don't. Charlie just, he pops in and I just ignore him or I shut him off. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, what I do. So. Not all the time. No, not all the time, but I don't really react to him most times. All right, Terry, thank you so much for calling in, buddy. Um, wish you the best of luck, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Um, yeah, it's thank now you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you so Take much for calling care, buddy. in. Send thank our you. love. Oh, same here. We send it all to you, too. All thank right. You. Thank you. Bye.
So um, that was fantastic, you know, to hear, yeah, to hear, to hear at least four <laughs> from four teams. Hey, well, um, that was fantastic, you know. I mean, yeah. I didn't know how many we were going to get in, and yeah. uh, it just so happens it kind of it's fell perfect, perfect was, the way it, it fell. It really so. did. It was fantastic. So, yeah. so Andrea oh, Perrin, yeah, is calling in, right? And we're going to be speaking with her. So you mm-hmm. guys don't want to go anywhere. Um, let me say this really quick. Okay, there's go an, ahead. Jacob says there's an urban legend that when you're a kid, if you scream mom three times in the middle of the night, a kind lady will appear with a glass of water. That's wow. so cute. Bye, Dave. Bye, Dave. We love you, Dave. His phone's about to die. Plug it in. Yes. Plug it in. So Heidi said she loves that. Yes. Yeah, so I firmly believe that when you get chills or the goosebumps, the truth has been spoken. There you go. Yep. So, um, Andrea will be calling in here shortly. We'll be talking with her. Mm-hmm. So, you guys are going to want to stick around. Don't go anywhere. Um, she is going to talk about a passion that she has. Oh, really? And um, I kind of put a little teaser out there today that if you watch the Conjuring movie, um, Andrea is one of the survivors from the actual event right. um, that the Conjuring was based upon. So Yes, I remember. You'll oh, wanna... geez. This was yeah. crazy. It for... was crazy. But yeah. Andrea's back mm-hmm. with us and we're going to yeah, talk about it. some of, uh, well, her passion, like I right. said, yep. which is going to be a great thing to chat about. Yeah. Um, I also want to uh, thank everybody for the prayers and stuff from my mom. Um, yeah, I went and visited her today and she's in better spirits today. She was up and walking. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that uh, her kidneys were failing at, that we were at 50% right. and they are now um, better. They are getting better. Yay. So she is on the on the mend. Perfect. That's what I want to so, hear. I did say to her though, she looked like um, Elvira. Oh, I love Elvira. Her hair. She's dark haired, right? <laughs> yes, and like right down is. the middle, it's yes. like gray. <laughs> That's awesome. Your mom so, is gonna kill you. <laughs> nah, nah. But. Uh, it was amazing. So it was nice to see mom. I haven't seen her in a day or two, and yeah. it was great to see her. And then, of course, I went home and watched dishes, cleaned up for dad. So when he got home, things were good. Good. Um, amazing. Um, more information about the Winter Parafest, Rochester's Winter Parafest oh, for everybody. Really? We just Do picked tell. up. We just picked up a great sponsor for the event. Oh yeah. It is called Quickly's. Uh, they are. They have several locations around the area down there. I was going to say. Gas stations, yeah, convenience say, stores. Yep. They donated $200 toward the event center for the fee. Awesome. So that's awesome. Yay, and quickly. Yes, thank you so much. We do Isn't appreciate that. Isn't there quickly's in um, Brockport? I think so. They're all over. Yeah, uh, because over. Uh, I, I think I remember quickly's when I was going to school there. Yep, they're all over. So let's take this phone call. Okay. So, who do we have on the phone with us right now? Andrea. Hi, Andrea. I knew it, too. I was just like, okay. I was trying to be sexy, and it didn't work. It's gross. Don't be sexy. (laughs) Yeah, No, no. Ted, do not be sexy. Don't even. (laughs) Don't even go there. Not with me. I'm an old lady. I'm way too tired for that shit. <laughs> oh my god, I love you so much, Andrea. So funny. How are you guys doing? I'm sorry I swore on your air. I wasn't on your air thirty seconds and something flew out of my mouth. I'm so sorry. I'm really 
It happens. Don't uh, apologize because we are <laughs> we are a rated R show. We are. We are rated oh, R. Okay. So you are good okay, to well, go. Okay, well that's that's R- and, and it's good to know. Because I'm we in don't mode. <laughs> yeah, we don't bleep anything. So I I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of put the tag out, and I saw that you shared it, and it was very cool. She put, yeah, I'm going to be on Paratalk with my buddy Ted. And I'm like, aww. aww. Made me feel all warm and fuzzy. Well, and you, well, you are. You're such a good guy. You're one of the good guys, you know? It's, Thank well, you. Well, both aww. of you are fabulous, and I love doing your show. It's always a good time. Not only is it festive, it's informative. Uh, you have you ask fabulous questions. You the the interaction is excellent. Oh, believe what? me, this is a pleasure for me. This isn't a chore. Aww, <laughs> we are fabulous. Perfect. Oh, we got fabulous and spades. <laughs> All right. Or this diamonds. Is perfect. Or diamonds. Or hearts. Diamonds and hearts are better. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> okay, so you know, did you happen to catch the first half hour, um, Andrea, by any chance? I didn't. Um, I'm uh, with my friend uh, Cass up in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and getting uh-huh. ready and packed to uh, fly out tomorrow morning to return to Orlando. And in two days, I'm flying into Utah to be with Chip Coffee and Greg Larson Ooh. and, you know, fabulous wow. people out in, in, I've never been to Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, so this wow. is going to be exciting. This is great. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. And then the following week, I'll be in four different states over the course of like ten days. And uh, you know, <laughs> it's just think like about I said, the- I'm getting a little old for this. <laughs> but no, no, here's the great stuff. Here's this is the good stuff. On uh, October 10th, I will be uh, lecturing on the top of a mountain in Vail, Colorado. To that's ring in amazing. my 60th birthday. Yay! And I think that's a great way to ring in 60. That I is, you know, so. Rocky Mountain High. Yep. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. must have a lot of those, um, what do they call those things when you go on, like travel on the airfare a lot? You get those oh, yeah, little, yeah, yeah, what yeah, do they call the points or whatever? Yes. Uh, Fre- frequent flyer miles. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't. I don't even have a frequent flyer airline card or anything like that because I rarely make the arrangements. Somebody uh, makes the arrangements for me. And so they use their frequent flyer miles because, you know, these big, uh, you know, the promoters on these big events, they've got mm-hmm. all, you know, you know, you do, you do your own thing out there. It's, if you're, if you're flying people in, Chances are you've got to deal with somebody and you're working with an agent and, you know, like, mm-hmm. for instance, they only use Delta to fly us uh, into Michigan for the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, uh, Paracon. Um, and that's because they've got, they've racked up so many frequent flyer miles on their account from all the people they fly in <laughs> from all over the country to this event that yeah. ultimately in the long run, it saves them a lot of money. They can bring yeah. more people in because they can afford to. So, you know, right. I'm happy to give that up. I have to keep up with enough facts and figures. I have to keep <laughs> up with enough of life and numbers. Right. And I don't, you know, it's not that I don't like numbers. Numbers don't really like me. Uh, <laughs> I, I have, I hate, you know, dealing with 
Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, I can do addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division pretty well. Um, but I think mathematically I was dropped on my head after about the fourth or fifth grade. Uh, <laughs> but I still remember my times tables because Mrs. Dacey wasn't going to let us go from the fourth into the fifth grade unless we had our times tables memorized. And the testing for that was some of the most stressful moments of my entire life. And that was years before we moved to the farm and moved in with a pile of ghosts. Oh, my God. That's childhood trauma, having to remember those things. She has has ghost PTSD. Right. Yeah. I know. After After you survived Mrs. Dacey's fourth grade class, and you can get through that. And thankfully, I was her pet. So it was good. She cut me some slack on the on the twelve times table. Um, oh, yeah, I remember sure. this, honest to God. I remember it like it was yesterday, standing beside her at her desk in our at the front of the classroom, and how the light was in the room and everything. I mean, childhood okay. trauma. I'm telling you, <laughs> I did not know my twelve times table, and she helped me cheat to get through the test she was giving me because I was her pet. And therein lies my sense of personal entitlement. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I talked myself up. Oh, God. Beautiful. So great. That, that, was, was, that was beautifully said. Exactly. John Anderson, <laughs> you come in for good luck. <laughs> yeah, I, I am not a math person at oh, all. I no. am. I am. You know what I do is I carry around a calculator. It's on my phone. That's exactly. It's yeah. on my phone. If I need to do yeah. it, I can do it on my phone. No, but I do have I do have numbers that follow me. Um, I was born on ten ten at ten ten a.m. So needless what? to say, the number ten factors very heavily in my life. And whenever it shows up, um, and whenever it shows up, I just I know to pay attention, pay attention to what's going on. And, you know, my synchronistic uh, immediate environment, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, in that moment, just watch and look and and sense what's happening. Um, And the number 13 is a very, very lucky number for me. If the number 13 shows up around something, I know it's a good thing and it's a go. Um, And the number 24 uh, Mm -hmm. is uh, the number that shows up most prominently in my life. And whenever 10 and 24 show up together, it's very significant. Wow. So, uh, those are my numbers. Those are my three numbers, 10, 13, and 24. And so, and it's not that I play them on the lottery or, you know, anything like that. I don't. Um, because, uh, well, because I just don't throw my money away like that. <laughs> but, um, uh, I mean, you know, aside from, you know, you can't win if you don't play and all yada, yada. But um, it's uh, but still, I know there's a uh, there's some there's some cosmic significance to it is all I'm saying. I just don't know what it is. And if I ever right. figure it out, I'll be sure to tell you crazy kids. Perfect. <laughs> well, my, I have two of those numbers. Mine. Uh, when I see 13, it's definitely my grandmother coming through to give me a message. That's how mm. she let me know she passed. She let me know that she was okay. Well, I'm going to play on the other side of this. Number 14. Oh, okay. That, 
is the worst number for me. Really? Like everybody says, oh, like Friday the 13th. That is a great day for me. It's great. It's always so much fun. (laughs) Saturday the 14th. Forget, Forget it. it. I stay in bed. I, and it, it kills me. I can't <laughs> do anything. Do you remember the movie? Saturday the 4th. No, actually, I don't. What? And the other number is clue? 222. 222. That number, every time I'd wake up, like, in the middle of the night, I'd look over the clock. It said 222. I'd look at the clock on the on the truck while I was doing something. 222. I'm like, what the Hell is the significance of 222? Well, if you look it up, but if you look it up on Google, it tells you. What does that mean? I guess I don't get it. Did you? What was that? What was that? What was that growling noise in the background? Did you hear that? You mean John? Did you do that? Was it me? I don't know. I didn't growl, did I? Yes, it was you. Don't. Oh, man. You came did through you? like something creepy. You can't. No, you can't talk. And no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, I'm glad to know it was a human being. Okay. Let me just say that. It was. Look, I'm sorry. I'm hungry, well, you guys. Okay. Well, you no. know, because here's what's weird is, yeah. you know, it kind of freaked me out a little bit because here's what's weird. Uh, right next to us at the event this weekend uh, that I did, the Mid-Michigan Paracon, was mm-hmm. the 222 radio network uh, <laughs> that does, you know, they have their, no kidding. I mean, they were right next to us, and I know these people are fabulous. They're just great. That's awesome. Um, yeah, sure um, but... Uh, it's just mm-hmm. weird that um, you know what I mean. It's just weird that you should have said that. Yeah. That that was a a hinky <laughs> number for you. Yeah, thanks. You know that's that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was gonna say something else. Was like when you were talking about ten ten. In numerology, it's actually one and one, which is actually two. So um, if I I can't remember everything in my head of what the two actually stands for, but. I was thinking about what my mom would have done at that time. Yeah. Yeah. She would have thrown salt over her shoulder (laughs) and stomped on the ground. (laughs) Get away from me. Get away from me. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. My mom's very superstitious. Oh, yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. Your mom is so cute. Thank you. Thank you. She is. So, and, you know, mom being in the hospital, I'm, you know, I didn't know if you heard, um, Andrea, mom's been in the hospital for a while now. She, uh, her, the first time her heart stopped, second time now she ended up with, uh, her kidneys failing. And, um, right now she is finally on the mend. <laughs> finally. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. So am I. It's great. Bless her. I'll keep her in my prayers, sweetheart. Thank you. She I just turned. Will. 75 in September. Oh. oh, bless her sweetheart. Yeah, she outlived her mother. Her mother died at 54. Oh, yeah, so mom's no, actually outlived. that's too young. Almost the same age, right? I'm yeah. 52. Yep, yeah. so I got two more years to beat my grandmother, and then I can die and say, hey, grandma, here I come. I beat you, though. <laughs> oh, you can't. <laughs> You're going to outlive your mom. Probably, I don't know. So let's talk about Miss Andrea Perrin's passion. That's what I want to talk about. 
Now, yes. I watched your one of your videos where you were up on stage and you were talking with a group of people. I think it was a UFO conference, um, yes. which was interesting. You have such a knack for public speaking. It, 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 I have to tell you that I, I love to speak, you know, public speak. Um, but you have such a, I don't know what I want to call it. She's, she's amazing. I mean, the comedy that she throws in, the way she carries herself when she's giving the lecture, it's just, I could have watched her for hours. She was just very, very good with what she was doing. She was awesome. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. You I really appreciate that. I, you know, it's, I love what I do, and I love the people that I do it with. I have a charmed life since I came out to the world as whatever, you know, I mean, I don't know what to label me. I'm an anomaly. I, I don't know what to tell you. I just, I, I know what I know. I've had questions answered for myself. I'm not afraid to speak my truth. I I work diligently never to offend anyone, but I don't hold back from what from sharing what I've experienced, what I know, what I believe uh based on what I've seen, what my belief system is based on what I've seen. You know, I and I know I'm a weirdo. I know I talk about God is it. Why you know, it's the, the weird- infinite intelligence in the universe. You know, I don't, I don't give it a beard and a scepter and a throne. I don't. It's, uh, I have my own different um, visualizations of, you know, what existence is, and yet I'm the first one to tell you I know nothing. We know nothing compared with right. what there is to know. We don't. We are like little people running around in the dark, running around and bouncing off each other and completely lost. (laughs) And we don't really have any idea, but it is, it's the mysteries of life that keep us so curious and keep us intellectually bound to this process unfolding. And we're in a a period of rapid uh, evolution, spiritual evolution change uh, for lack of a better word, uh, that's very multifaceted, um, that's societal, that's spiritual, that's, uh, you know, intellectually grounded, that's um, national and international. I mean, we are going through a tumultuous, tempestuous period where yes, this is the awakening. <laughs> this is the great awakening. This is it. This is the paradigm shift that I have been talking about for a decade, telling people, get ready, here it comes, get ready, here it comes. And now I don't say that anymore. I say, buckle up, buttercup, here it is. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine a conference with her and Chip Coffee? I mean, that would be amazing, first off. I just saw Chip. What is it? Two Two weeks ago. Saturday. Two weeks ago, right. Two Saturdays ago. Right. He was well, if you adult. hang out with him too much, you're going to get a reputation. You know, <laughs> he's, he I, I probably do. I would venture to guess I do about five or six shows a year with him. Paracons, different events that we do together. Um, I yeah. adore that man. 
He <laughs> is so pure of heart. Yeah. He is so he he is, sick of dog. I gave him some cough drops, some, mm-hmm. some lozenges because the poor thing was so sick. He's he's an amazing guy too, but mm-hmm. I, you know I. I love Andrea. We've had her on the show, what, three times now, and she's welcome back any time. I mean, she knows that you, I adore Andrea her. Andrea makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, and she is she is a good additive. But we, yeah. you know, I wanted to come back on something. We have figured out what you are. You are <laughs> the president of the Weirdo, Weirdo Society. Society because we need a leader. So you are our president. <laughs> How's that? Are you okay with that? Oh, well, thank you. Well, I'll just have to add that to my list of titles because about, I would say about five years ago, I had a couple of my readers dub me Queen of the Alternate Universe, and it stuck. (laughs) It stuck. I I mean, everybody started using it. And then John Tenney, who is the king of the realm of the weird, he is the king. There's no disputing it. Uh, No one does. Um, but he calls me the queen of high strangeness. So <laughs> this, this new title, you know, I don't know if it comes with jewels or a scepter or, you know, a crown or, you know, something. I have a crown. I have a gold crown. It's way, way, way in the back of my mouth. Um, and you can't see it, but it's, I, it's there for evening wear. Because I had I had an issue back there. I did. It was years and years ago. It's fine. It's all good. But it's and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But nobody ever gets to see it. Um, okay, I, I digress. I don't even know why I went there. I don't. But anyway, oh yeah, so that'll have to be my like third title and you can tell how very seriously I take myself. Uh, so we I'll, love you. Know. Uh, you know, the thing is, we're all here for the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. all here for the blink of an eye. And we better enjoy as many moments of it as we can because it's never going to happen again. Each and every singular moment, minute, second that we live is, will never be duplicated. And so yeah. each is is distinct and precious and powerful unto itself. And I think when we start to think of ourselves in terms of not, you know, these minuscule grains of sand scattered on a beach on the back end of, uh, you know, the Milky Way, Um, uh, when, when we start to think of ourselves as integrated with the whole of existence, all of existence, with everything, when we come to the realization, which is, frankly, a new awareness of our old reality. Our reality hasn't changed one bit. Our new awareness of it is is where the change occurs. And yes. when we come to terms with the fact that we are part of something immense beyond our capacity to comprehend it. And we're an integral part of that. We are part of the existence of the universe. In my personal belief system, we are the way the creator views its own creation through our own eyes, through 
through the sensory receptors of every living thing um, and that this is a living planet. And when we understand that we're killing our own mother, right. that which sustains us, which gave us birth and which sustains us, we are killing her. And it's yeah. being done deliberately. When mm-hmm. we come to that awareness as a whole, as a race, pair the damage that has been done, until we make that shift, we're just in process. That will be a, piv- a pivotal point uh, when it occurs. I, I pray that it occurs in my lifetime. I'm right. doing everything I can to expedite it. I constantly communicate my sense of urgency about it. And I share what I know about the beings that have come from vast distances to participate in it. And by participate, I'm, I, I'm basically calling extraterrestrials passive aggressive. It's like they came a really long way to oversee something that they can't really participate in. They have to keep a healthy distance. They can't really interfere. They don't want to show themselves in mass because that would be rude. And, you know, if they're anything, they're conscientious. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I get, I'm getting all these mixed messages from them. And now they're saying to me they're not mixed messages. They're the exact same <laughs> message. And this is why. And, you know, and I don't appreciate this because, you know what, there's like enough going on in my brain that I don't mm. need extra input. And yet, apparently, I must because the messages have come fast and furious over the last few years. And I finally cleared my desk, pushed everything aside, and I wrote all of it down. And Mm. in the next few weeks, um, a book that from start to finish will have taken maybe three months total, uh, right through production to uh, publication. Um, uh, Yeah, I wrote down every major experience of my lifetime with uh, engagement with extraterrestrials since I was 13 years old, which was my first conscious encounter. I feel certain I had previous encounters, but I don't remember them. I just don't think that they waited until I was 13. I think they let me know they were here well before that. And I know that I'm on this earth. Now I've floundered. Most of the decades of my life, I did one job after another. I owned two businesses, maybe three, three businesses. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I worked as a youth counselor. I was a a musician and an actor and did theater company of Rhode Island uh, duty for 20 plus years. I was as eclectic as it gets all over the place. I owned a restaurant for almost a decade. I worked at a, you know, a, oh my God, I was, I, I was just out there experiencing life, you know, just out experiencing life. And I'd had such well, an unusual childhood. I felt like such a misfit as a child that when I went into my adulthood, um, mm-hmm. I felt almost even more alienated, but I had to learn coping skills and how to relate to other people. And I, I excelled at it, you know, how to talk to people. And now there's nobody I can't talk to, you know, right. about me, this subject or any other. 
you know, and so I, I evolved. I evolved past my own trepidation about what I knew as a youngster. I mean, I knew there was something beyond death at the age of 12 when I saw my first full body apparition and I was right. like, what's this? And now for mm. something new and, and wow, <laughs> you know, right. I, and the way that I processed it was there is something after we die. There must be, because what I right. saw appeared perfectly solid to me. And my sister Nancy saw him vanish before her eyes. Let me ask it's you just, a question. It's amazing. I'm sorry, go let ahead. Now let me ask you a question. Now I'm a firm believer and I I've done this my whole life is you know, most of us or maybe I shouldn't say most of us, but there's a there's a, a big collection of us in the world that um work to live. And I'm a firm believer that we should be living to work. You understand? Absolutely. It's like if you don't take every day to learn something, to take in something new, to experience what's out there for yourself, and it could be mm-hmm. everything from a glimpse from a hummingbird passing by mm-hmm. and to a um, a message from something that you've never noticed before. Mm-hmm. All these are learning experiences. All these come into you to make you appreciate what you already have, the life that you're living, the, right. the, the world that we have, the blue skies, the green grass, the dirt, True. the trees. The, and, and I'm a firm believer that if you stand back for a second and just say, this is all mm-hmm. for me and I should mm-hmm. be taking in as much as possible. Gratitude. For yourself. Right. That's but what I believe you need to learn everything that you can mm-hmm. before this lifetime is over. Yeah. You know, and everything that like Andrea, that you like you, what you were talking about, the experiences and the, and the messages and everything that's gone on in your life and, and and owning businesses and, you know, the shift to, to, to go over and, and volunteer and so on and so forth. It's like there are, and I firmly believe that there are many of us out there that are doing that. At the same time, there is a bigger group that just is not awake, if that means mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. one thing that I noticed with you, Andrea, you have such passion. Oh, the passion's amazing. In your voice when you speak. And I think that a lot of people, they don't have passion in their lives, right? They don't seek <clears throat> their passion out. If they were using and following, and, and if they actually worked their passion, they would be much happier people. But yeah. it's also a big thing is gratitude, and you can hear gratitude in Andrea's voice as well. I think those are huge. It's the growth that's there, yeah. and she's she's taken all that and melded it into what she is today. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, that's I, that's why I love her so much because she is honest. She is surreal. She's right there. She's in your face to where you you look at her and uh, not to sound. The funny, but she is like the queen of her world. I mean, she has taken all of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've taken that. Oh, we're back and... to the queen and the crown thing, huh? There you go. Okay. Well, I'm... that's what I think. But it's like, let me let me just let me read you something that we just got here, Andrea. This was from a, okay. a, a gentleman, Jacob Smith, and he says, um, "I'm not going into detail because Andrea doesn't know this, but she." 
saved my life. Hmm. He said he's doing okay now, though. And he's doing okay now. So somehow you reached one soul with who you are and what you do. And I, and I know for a fact that you've reached many, many more. And, but to have something like that as posted up here in this interview, I think it's just amazing that somebody yeah. was able to say, I love her. She saved my life. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that he wrote, uh, Jacob, if I recall, wrote to me on my website. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but I do know the name. And I answered, uh, I answered his message. And I don't think it was longer than maybe three or four sentences, honestly. Uh, but I recall feeling uh, an immediate connection to him. And uh, the purity of his outreach uh, was it was just beautiful, and I know I'm I'm thinking of the same person. I know I am, and um, and I am so gratified, and I mean truly feeling joyful to hear that he's doing well, because there's something precious about that man. <laughs> I don't know what it is, um, right. but he's um, he's special, and you know it's it's the people that are that are most connected and the most affected uh, by the people that are not relegated to the, you know, the three-dimensional, five-sensory realm that most of humanity is perfectly comfortable cozying up with and, you know, staying in that box, you know, the world, you know, it's it's that perpetual mindset from the show-me state, you know. (laughs) <laughs> whatever that is, uh, yeah. it's it's not conducive to mind expansion. And mm-hmm. what's happening now is the struggle, what Dolores Cannon wrote as the shredding, uh, wrote about as the shredding of old and new earth, that there will be a tumultuous tearing apart uh, that goes on on this planet uh, and that we're just at the, the tip of the throes of it, you know, just approaching the precipice of it. Now I hope to God, if there is one, you know, if uh, it, I hope to it, I hope to infinite mind that, mm. yeah. that we somehow don't have to go over the edge to figure out we're falling. I hope that we can, as a race, as a human race, there is a wave of consciousness raising, a tidal wave of, you know, thought-provoking discourse and, you know, tr- you know, true leaders stepping up from among the people, um, finding a voice, speaking their truth. You know, there's just, there's a lot going on right now. We all need to be cognizant of it. We all need to participate in it in terms of setting our intention for greatest good and, mm-hmm. um, and holding that vibration. If we do yeah. nothing else, if we do nothing else, doing that, I believe, is the most important thing we can do to become passive but an active part of the change simply by maintaining a certain frequency of energy around us 
being kind, being good, being thoughtful, being helpful, being sweet, being our best selves around everyone that we encounter all the time. The more we strive to maintain that, the more we raise the vibration of the planet and the more we affect positive change in the people around us. Exactly. So the more light and love, the better, period. It's Woo, that girl. simple. Woo, girl. Yes, girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am so, the energy. I am so thankful that I'm speaking with you tonight. I can't explain that. I sometimes you and you'll understand this when you're a positive person and you're putting out light and love all the time. It's hard sometimes and our energy can get drained just like anybody else's. And it's so great when you can have somebody that can help do that to you when your energy is a little low. So I am appreciating you so much right now, Andrew. You just don't understand. My energy has been a little low, but I still have my positivity. But I appreciate mm-hmm. that you are helping me raise my vibration. And Jacob said yes. That um, you're right. That you're right. You yeah. that it is him. Um, that you were <laughs> about the the three lines and stuff. It was you and him. Yeah. The connection was made. Mm-hmm. Um, just to make sure. I'm that so we're... glad. Yeah. So I want to ask so you. I'm so glad. So have you ask ever? Ask me anything, dear. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I'm just going to, I'm not saying that you are, I'm not associating this with you at any way, shape or form, but I'm going to mention this. Um, have you ever heard of the Unarius Academy of Science? No. No. No, I can't say that I have. Are you pronouncing it? Are you sure you're pronouncing it right? Unarius, yep. Um, U-N-A. R-I-U-S, Unarius. Have you ever heard mm-hmm. of the woman, no. Ruth Norman? Yes. Okay. Um, she was, um, the between her and her husband, they are both since passed. And I just brought this up because some of the things that you were saying kind of um, brought my attention to it. And mm-hmm. when you were talking about... Um, the the other life, the other life forms, the other planets, the universe, the ETs, and so on and so forth, and the, everything that's standing outside us, looking in, or or however we want to, you know, accept that reality. Um, I I I actually got this from another podcast, and I have to be honest with you, um, it was from the Unbelievable Podcast, and they did a three part segment mm-hmm. on um. Unarius Academy and the founder and so on and so forth. And Ruth Norman, um, she believed that she could communicate with um, several different beings from the universe. And she was um, kind of like our, um, how do I want to say this, representative to all the other Mm. life forms. And um, mm. it was definitely, a, it was kind of, it was back in the uh, 1950s and 60s and 70s. So it was kind of like when the whole love thing was running around and, <laughs> and all that yeah. stuff. And, you know, she, I believe the Academy is still around. It's in Los Angeles, California. 
Um, and it just, for some reason, what, what you were saying kind of brought me to that. And I don't know why, um, but it was the organization uh, purported to advance in new interdimensional sciences of life. And it talked upon the fourth dimension uh, physics principles and so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of put that out there that I wasn't sure, you know, if you've heard of it or so on and so forth, but it was for some reason it, it kind of brought me there, you know, it was weird. Well, um, she probably knocked on your consciousness and said, mention this now. And right. it sounds like just based on the description of what they were doing, uh, very similar to uh, what my experiences are. I'll tell you, um, you know, I am uh, fascinated with all the science around this, uh, the physics, you know, the quantum mechanics, the the mathematics. I'm, you know, I'm fascinated with all of this. And when I go to uh, the Star Wars Symposium every year out in Laughlin, Nevada, uh, it is. It's always like going to graduate school. Um, there's always so many speakers, and uh, typically I'm among them. But this year I'm not. I'm just going as an observer, and I'll do plenty of talking that weekend anyway. Uh, I don't have to be up on stage. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to go, so uh, I finally worked it out in my schedule that I could slip that weekend in on my way to California to meet with my producers for the movies. And um, yeah. I'm going to spend a couple of days uh, with my, my star people, my friends, my uh, those that totally get me. There's nothing I can't say in front of these people that they're like, okay, all right. I mean, because they know me, you know, I mean, I know most of these people now. Uh, I've known them for a good five years uh, and interact with, interacted with them at a number of different symposiums. I love what Dr. Stephen Greer is doing. Um, mm. I think his work is, in many ways, it's um, my work is similar to his. I just do it differently. And the CE5, what he's doing uh, with consciousness is yeah. um, not drawing them forth. They're already here. Uh, what right. he's doing is uh, asking them to manifest when he has large groups doing um, meditation together um what i do is i go stand out in a field and sing to them (laughs) that's all i do and they have their favorite playlist and their favorite songs and i don't know if their favorite songs are their favorite songs because they're my favorite songs or if these are the songs that they just like hearing and but i've over the years i've determined that uh you know there's about a maybe 20 songs uh, that I've sung to them that they got very active, uh, that the skies got uh, all twitchy and, and sparkly and stuff uh, when I sang those particular songs to them. So I included the EP playlist in my new book. <laughs> now, I want to yeah, say that. I, 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 sorry, Andrew, to cut you off, but I, I, I really want you to understand that I wasn't associating you with that you know group or anything. I was just saying that it know because if you do the research on it i mean i'll be honest with you some of it was very uh quacky like um well there's a lot of you know there's a lot of out there stuff around this and i i just try to keep it real you know i tell people look 
You want to come out with me? I'm going to go sing and do my thing. And if you see something, that's fantastic. If you don't, you've had a lovely evening out beneath the stars. You know, they're not going to come to you until you're ready to see them. They won't make their presence known to anybody that it will be a shock to their system, that it will be uh, frightening to them in any way. And they know, and it's their call. You know, it's, it's not a decision that we get to make. All we can do is ask and wait. That's all we can do. Now, I didn't, I was not given that option. Uh, a lot of experiencers that I know personally were never given the option and had their first conscious sightings. And I always, um, I always include the word conscious sighting because I really do believe that we, you know, there are those of us that have come into this world with a, a specific purpose and, uh, and part of that is to, um, you know, help integrate humanity with the galactic family. And I believe that I'm one of a lot of people on this planet who are doing that job, whether they're doing it with two people or 20 or 200 or 2,000. Um, you know, but I take groups, large groups of people, small groups of people, whoever wants to go out and have the experience. And I go out and I pick a few songs that come to my to my mind and I ask them. It's It's not that they come when called, they're here. They make their presence known to some right. of the people that I'm with, often a great many of the people that I'm with. I've had times when I was working, for instance, with John Tenney, where I would say probably as, during the midst of a rotation of a group, probably 50 or 60 people saw what we did, Kanawha Island uh, in Michigan, here in Michigan. Um, you know, and so sometimes great uh, bombastic mm-hmm. things like that happen, and it's exciting and it's wonderful. And sometimes people go, you know, I didn't, I don't think I really saw anything. Well, here's the rub. They might not consciously remember what they saw that night. You know, it could have been that episode that prepared the ground for what they will see later on after they've had a chance to think about it, planted the seed of a a vision and knowledge that comes with it in their subconscious mind or that it was relegated to their subconscious mind because their conscious mind couldn't accept it. And so that is a dynamic that absolutely exists. It is real. I've had so many people say to me, you know, I don't really remember seeing anything. You know, I saw a few flashes and a little of this and a little of that, and I saw a streak, and, you know, but I don't know if those were ETs. And then the next week, I'm driving home from work, and, oh, my God, there was no mistaking what I saw in the sky. And now mm-hmm. I hear stories like that frequently from people. It's like it it just prepared them for what okay. they would get to see later. And so, you know, I don't take anybody out with any expectation of my own or any, any expectation for them. And I don't want them to burden themselves with an expectation because with that comes a certain level of anxiety. And this should be a completely organic, completely authentic, completely spontaneous event. Because often 
when the galactic family decides to show themselves, it's the last thing on your mind. You know, right. we're all busy doing our our day-to-day life thing. You know, it's just like the last thing you're thinking about, and then poof, boom, there they are. So um, I've adjusted to their idiosyncrasies over time. Um, but that being said, I, I'm constantly looking up uh, in a state of childhood wonder, anticipation, and I wrote in my book, uh, the book I'm releasing soon, A Wonder to Behold, I wrote in that book that if all of my contact, my lifelong, almost lifelong contact with extraterrestrials were to stop tomorrow and that I never, ever had another experience with them, I would still feel that I had lived a charmed and graced life that I ever had any of the experiences that I've had because through those experiences, I became, uh, I, I, I evolved into my true self and have a much clearer understanding of who I am and what power and presence uh, I bring to a subject that is as near and dear to my heart as anything else is because I love them. I higher love them. I have Mm -hmm. a a love and a depth of affection for my galactic family, for our brethren, for our sisters and brothers of the cosmos. Most of the races are humanoid. Most of them are. You know, there are a number of the races that are actively engaged with humanity right now that have belief systems very similar to our own. We are related. We are um, interconnected. And there are those of us on this planet who are, I believe, hybrid individuals that carry the essence of their DNA in us. And that's Mm -hmm. why we see what we see. That's, that makes sense to me. Another beautiful statement. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. just, it's amazing. Now I'm going to ask, um, have you ever been to the Skinwalker Ranch? No. Uh, that's where they, that's where reportedly there's a lot of um, UFO sightings and, and uh, occurrences. And that's why I, popped in my head. I'm like, Oh, I got to look this up. I wanted to see if you had ever been there. Um, that might be something you might want to look into. I mean, that's a whole nother Avenue, but I know that they, uh, um, have, there's many, many, many stories about the Skinwalker Ranch. It's Um, so weird that you brought that up because this is now the fourth time in about a week, maybe a little over a week that it's being brought up around me. So obviously a reason for me to be Mm-hmm. looking to it well no i, I would I ideally this. like to go to a number yeah. of different locations that are particularly active and when i go to nevada i always go into the high desert every time that i do i lose time with the group that i'm with uh wow. it was funny last year we were out uh at 11 11 p.m on 11 11 and we lost 11 minutes of time on the clock 
Wow. <laughs> between, between going out of the desert and going back to the conference center. It My was very life. strange. The clocks were different I, when we got back. That's crazy. By 11 minutes. I know. <laughs> I'd be stuck. I'd be like, okay, 11, 11, 11, 11. And just as something starts to happen at 11, 11, I'd have to go to the bathroom or something stupid. Oh, my God. You're so crazy. <laughs> um, have you oh, ever been? Yeah, you really are. Yeah. <laughs> gag him. You- just gag him. <laughs> a sock. <laughs> a rock. It doesn't matter. What she used. Just leave Fun. leave some way for him to breathe. That's you all know, I have. Put a little yeah. humor in there now. Yeah. Come on, you know. So, um, well, have you ever okay. Been- so anyway, let me tell you this. Um, as far as you know, I mean, I yes, would I like to go to Mount Shasta? Yeah, that would be great. Would I like to go to Fort whatever? That would be great. But honest to God, all I have to do is step outside. All I have right. to. I don't even have to step outside. Sometimes they come inside. So it's it's not, um, I, you know, I have a chapter in the new book called Field Trip, you know, with a big exclamation point at so the fun. end of it. And, you know, George, my co-author on In a Flicker, um, our really gruesome Jack the Ripper book that is, you know, totally counterintuitive to anything I've ever yeah. written in my life. That, uh-huh. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, he, uh, you know, he said, why don't you, you know, get together with some of your ET friends and, you know, take a field trip and go here or there, you know, places that you, you know, that have a reputation for being particularly active. And, you know, I just look at him like, you know, all I have to do is step out of my house to go have a cigarette. That's all I have to do. And I can see any number of vessels or, you know, light anomalies appearing in the sky. You know, the deeper and denser and and heavier the cloud cover, the better. If it's raining, all the better. Uh, You know, because then I know whatever's coming through is them. Nothing else is going to show. Perfect weather. Absolutely. We definitely. Yeah, inclement weather. And uh, inclement weather is always excellent for viewing. Uh, you know, having sightings, and uh, most of my sightings occur in broad daylight. Uh, and very often when in my travels, you know, I was on my way back from a lecture in Lakeland, Florida a couple of months ago, and I saw a vessel that uh, unlike any I had ever seen before. And, oh, I, wow. you know, I thought I was pretty much familiar with all the different types of vessels that, you know, I had seen over the years. Um, whether it be Arcturians or Pleiadians or, you know, whoever it is. I, and I don't know who belongs to what ship, but they have different ships. Uh, and I saw one uh, come in, you know, just leap through dimensions and come in right over um, just a little northwest of Orlando. And uh, we had just come through, you know, the northern uh, part of the city heading northwest toward my house. And my dad was driving the car, and I was like, oh, my God, look at that. And he's like, I can't look. I'm driving. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I'm trying to surround and get my phone out of the, uh, uh, out of my handbag at my feet, but not take my eyes off the sky because I wanted to see this vessel. And it was a very strange shape. 
it was, it came in, it only stayed for, I would say, no more than five to ten seconds. I did not get my camera out and up fast enough to take a photograph of it. But it turned itself in such a way that it exposed um, not only the front of it coming at me, and I'm telling you, this thing was no more than maybe ten or 15,000 feet. It was amazingly close, and I could see it with such clarity. And it had, it came out on both sides. It had a, a core to the vessel, which came to a kind of a rounded point, and it puffed out on the sides. And then it had a shaft up the middle of it um, that seemed like rounded edges. There wasn't anything severe about it. All the edges were rounded. But it was this high, like high intensity, like a platinum, like a burnished (laughs) platinum. And it turned itself so that the setting sun would bounce directly off it. And I got mm-hmm. to see the whole vessel. And then, poof, it was gone. It was just gone wow. in a split second, in a fraction of a split second. It was just, it vanished. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, trying to get my phone. And I'm fighting to get my phone. And I've got my head bent down. And I'm looking up on a little bit of an angle over the steering wheel. And I'm like, Dad, don't tell me you can't see that. And he's like, I can't look. You know, look at this traffic, he's yelling at me. Look at this traffic. I'm I'm like, I'm not going to look at the traffic because I'm looking at the spaceship. (laughs) We do it all the time. Love his heart. It would be amazing to ride with her and stuff like this. Oh, my God. That would be crazy. Hey, Andrea, I want you to hold on a minute because we do need to take a commercial break. We forgot to do one a half hour ago, so... We've got to do a quick commercial break. Oh, that's my fault. I blame myself. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) And I want you just to think about, um, uh, I I want your thoughts on Superstition Mountain in Arizona. Yeah, so give us a second. We'll play our commercial and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, anybody. Flashlight Recorder and Comfortable Shoes, a simple guide to paranormal investigation. Written by Keith Spratley and Ted Van Son. If you're looking to join the living who research the paranormal or the unknown, this book will guide you into developing your techniques. Reverend Tim Shaw says, The work will guide you along your journey to seek the truth about life after death. Available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. And you can find a direct link on paratalkradio.com. Get your copy today. I'm Psychic Cindy, and since I was a young girl, I have been able to see, hear, feel, understand, and sometimes smell spirit guiding me to guide you. Through the years, I have helped many clients receive messages from spirit to aid in their growth of self-love, healing, and also to receive guidance towards steps for the future. Sometimes spirit doesn't always give you what you want, but they always give you what you need. Do you have an open mind to listen to the message? If the answer is yes, I would like to be there for you in your journey. I offer many services such as psychic medium reading, spiritual counseling, spiritual life coaching, regression, past life regression, and more. If you're ready to know how much healing and clarity you can receive, how much trust you can have, how much love you can feel, or even how inspired you can become, please set an appointment. 
You don't have to be local to get a message from Spirit. You can Facebook me at facebook.com backslash psychiccindy. Email me at thepsychiccindy at gmail.com. Instagram, thepsychiccindy. Twitter, at psychiccindy1. All right, folks, we're back, and we are talking with Andrea Perrin and um, somebody that we just adore here. Yes, She's one do. of our favorite guests of all time. she has time. such a sexy voice. Yeah. Oh, really? A yes. female saying she's got a sexy voice. Look at that. So, And I thought that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no. I thought you were a ghost, okay? So, you know, we're even. Invisible, so, you know. <laughs> So, uh, Cindy left you with a thought. Yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> so, uh, do you, have you heard of them? What are your thoughts on them? Because uh, my girlfriend has actually been up there, and people lost in the superstitions are never seen again. And they're well known for their um, alien activity. So, that's why I was curious. Um, well, no, I've never been. Yes, I have heard of it. No, I probably won't go. Um, I do what I do. Uh, most of what I do is uh, is very. Uh, most of the contact and the communication that I have uh, is either uh, on my own or with a small group of people. Um, and it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just different. It's, I don't like going to what I perceive to be paranormal resorts, if that makes any sense to you. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, these so-called, uh, hot spots and stuff like this. Every spot's a hot spot. If I'm standing in the spot, it's a hot spot. Makes sense. You know, they'll yeah. come to me wherever I am, no matter where I am. Are there areas of the country and of the world that have uh, heightened levels of activity at any given time? Absolutely. Do we know why? Uh, I think there's, uh, you know, the jury is out in terms of one definitive answer. I think it's more than one answer. Uh, for instance, there's a great deal of activity, and there has been for several years over the Crimean Peninsula for obvious Mm -hmm. reasons. You know, there's all kinds of uh, war activities going on over there, surreptitious activities going on, and there's nuclear weaponry. Uh, In the Ukraine, the same is true. Uh, They're making their presence known uh, en masse around nuclear installations, and that is because of their concern for us about nuclear weapons Um, because the universe is multidimensional. When we do damage to this planet, we're also damaging something else in the universe someplace else. That's the message that's coming from them. One second. It's very strange. (laughs) When you said the word universe, Really sounded like mechanical, mechanical, like electronic, yeah, or or an alien even. It was just very, very strange. 
We'll have to go back and listen to it, but it's very strange. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, I'll listen to that. I'll yeah. go back and, and listen to it, too, and, so and see. Right before, that, right before that happened, all of a sudden, I'm looking over at Ted, and I'm just happy yeah. to look at his phone. He literally puts his hands down next to the sides of his phone, and he doesn't touch it at all. And all of a sudden, his it just phone wipes. Go, just goes out of what he was doing and where he was. And we it both are looking at each other like, what the heck just happened? But that's what's and been then, happening here lately. Yeah, so. <laughs> and then you literally had that voice anomaly with with the word universe. Yeah, so it was very strange. It was, it was very weird. Pretty cool. And Did what you I guys was... hear it out there? I don't know if you guys heard it as well. Um, yeah, and, and I – because there's a couple of things I want to say here that um, – was very, uh, um, I don't know. You were talking about John Tenney, right? Mm-hmm. Earlier. Yeah, here. And John is actually going to be on our show um, on the 5th of November, He on our 100th anniversary. Um, so we're going to have oh, him that's here. excellent. So if he you're going to be around. I think he's the caller. Yeah? Do you yeah, want feel me to free call to call in too? Sure. Sure, oh, sure. That you would can be call. great. I'll, I'll put it on I, my calendar. I would yeah, love to I, do I, that. Um I have to say, I admire him more than I would say anybody else in the paranormal. I admire his intellect and his sensibilities and his his knowledge base is second to none. He Mm -hmm. is one of the most extraordinarily kind and loving individuals that I have ever known in my life. And from the moment that I met him, like four or five years ago when I met him in person. Um, I've uh, felt uh, an attachment to him um, that I can't explain, but it's like, and, and he can't explain it either. It's, it's, it's a strange, it's a strange thing. And we, we lecture together. We did a show together here in Michigan uh, a few nights ago, uh, Tuesday night at O'Mara's Irish Pub in Berkeley, Michigan, um, just outside of Detroit. And uh, I can't, we read each other's mind. It's just, it's the strangest thing. Um, I think we share a mind in some ways. In a lot of ways, we're the same. Uh, and, you know, there's just a lot of things about uh, the way that we approach life. I I feel that our intentions for humanity are virtually identical. Uh, I know his heart. He knows mine. He's just one of the finest human beings I've ever had the privilege to know. And I hope that your listeners tune in and turn on to Tenny because he will blow your mind wide open. He's an amazing man. That's awesome. Oh wait a minute! She said Kenny. You said Kenny. Kenny, John Tenny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm thrilled that he's going to be on the show because that's our hundredth anniversary or hundredth episode anniversary, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call. It. We really want it to be a spectacular show. But I want to tell you a funny little thing that one of our just listeners and one of our followers who is like the president of Paratalk Radio Fan Club. <laughs> PTR. PTR. Um, Robert, wait, can you read it? Because it was, yeah. you've got it and I can't get to it. But So this is what. And he was making it funny, but he, he wanted it to be, you know, that way for, for you know, the whole thing. 
because he's like me. He likes to try to make people laugh and giggle, and I just I thought it was funny. So it was when you were talking about the when you were with your dad driving, and um, yeah. he had, you had seen the full ship, and he said, "Bet we were up there saying, oh, crap, another one see us. We forgot to cloak again. <laughs> that was great. Ooh. Hey, James Anito is he? He must be needing some more are you, milk. Are you there? Come on, is, no way. Is James Anito is in in your chat room? He yeah. is. Yes, he is. Well, you give him a kiss for me. All right, James. Here it is. Mwah! Did you Did you hear what? What Robert was saying, he was over. He's over in Australia trying to make a um, a comedy. Hear what Cindy was saying. Uh, he's in Australia. Yes, yes, yes. Is that so, what you said? Yes. But I'm you sorry, you I... guys are breaking up like crazy. I can't really hear what you're asking me. I'm sorry. Let me go move around and see if I can. Get a better signal elsewhere uh, no. in the room. Wow, this is crazy because we were fine, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we're not. And it's funny because that, so so the funny part is is Eric said, "Did you tell Ted my theory as to why you scratch all the time, Cindy?" And I don't think I did. Did no. I? Were that perhaps I'm doing it because spirits coming near? Is oh. that correct, Eric? And the, the funny part is, is there, he had all this stuff happening. And it's, and it's and still I happening. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. I literally, like. Right. And we lost, I mean, Andrea can't hear us. So now we're having that issue as well. Right there. It's the energy of Cindy creating a static or slight tingle that causes the itch on. It makes perfect sense to me. It really does. Andrea? Yeah. Yes, dear. Okay, can you hear us now or no? I can, yes. I hear you okay. perfectly fine now. Oh my goodness, thank you. We so then so you nervous. missed you missed what um yeah, so, Robert from Australia was saying. So we're going to repeat all that for you. So when you okay. had seen when you were with your dad in the car and you were able to see the full um ship and you were trying to get your phone out. Yes. Uh Robert said, "I bet they were up saying Oh crap! Another one can see us. We forgot to cloak again. <laughs> no, it's believe me. Whenever they make uh, themselves visible, it's absolutely deliberate. No, oh, I agree with there's that. There's no question in my mind. None in my mind. You know, and I might be there. You know, there might have been a thousand people on that highway at that same time that were within sight of it. Because it was in a big, wide open part of the sky and the sun was setting and the clouds were pretty. And, you know, anybody that bothered to look up and was able to see it was intended to see it. But I'll bet I was the only one who did. I mean, I have no way of knowing. You know, I can't pull. (laughs) Anybody on the 429 on such and such a date, did you happen to see a spaceship off to the northwest? (laughs) (laughs) No, probably probably not, you know, because then then they'll just put me in the loony bin, and I'm just not doing it. 
Uh, no, my um, my experiences and phenomenal and beautiful, and they um, they touch me in a way that I can't find the words to express. Mm. But I don't feel like um, I don't feel like I have anything to prove to anyone at all. Uh, I I am completely liberated of any sense of needing to validate my experiences. They are so frequent and they are so profound that they are second nature to me now. They are simply a matter of course of my remarkable life. See, and that's what I was going to say was that, you know, talking with you, you don't say the of existence or you, you are like it, it is that the way you talk they are here right, I right. communicate with them they are real and mm-hmm. and so on that is so different oh. than from what we hear from um, people in uh, ufology where they're just like the existence the possibility blah 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 and you are so positive and energetic and just it, it's amazing to have that other um belief and view um, for our audience to take in. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have, I do have a, I have a question. We have a little debate here tonight. Yeah. What do you think about the, um, um, what do I, the, what do I call them? Oh, what do I, what so do you say? I, I tell him that Trump. <laughs> oh, Jesus, here we go. I tell him that Trump is in, Reptile. Reptilian. What do you think about that? Say that again. All right. I don't even know if I should go there with you. Did you just say to me that you think that Trump is a reptilian? Yes. Yes, you did. Okay. Is that what you just said to me? That is like the worst insult that you could ever cast an aspersion upon any reptilian is to say that he's one of them. I know they don't appreciate it. There's no question in my mind. It's it's that's aberrant. That's aberrant. You know, my favorite cartoon is the one um where the spaceship lands and the lady and her kid are standing on the grassy knoll and the alien quote-unquote alien comes down out of the ship and says take me to your leader and her response is only if you promise to keep him <laughs> oh geez yeah. Julie Griffin like that was a loaded question for for Andrea <laughs> oh yeah don't even go there with me what are you people thinking you nut jobs. Don't get me going. Don't get me going. See, I have this thing, Andrea, like she 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 says that there's certain people that are reptilians. And I have this thing and I've explained it to her before in on a previous show that I have this ability to uh, see people in their animalistic Animal. form. And of where they came from, like their DNA and so on and so forth. So I'm able to see people and know what creature they came from, I guess is the best way to put it. 
And I never saw Trump as a, as a reptilian, just so you know. And, um, but that was her belief, and I have never seen it that way. But, uh, okay. Well, I never really get to look at him up, you know, very closely because I, I keep this very large salad fork on my coffee table. And every time he appears on my TV screen, I just hold the fork up in front of the TV screen. So I never really get to see a whole lot of him at once because I'm looking through my pretend bars. Um, so I can't really say uh, what he looks like much um, unless, of course, the wind is blowing and then I see more of his head than I'd like. Um, you know, but that's just crass and cruel and so beneath me to talk about his physical imperfections when it's his intellectual imperfections, which are the crux of the freaking matter. Yeah. <laughs> you we said we weren't through. getting around this, you know, and that's she's, really she's, she's truth, running though. with it a little bit. <laughs> Got those pissed off now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I guess, you know, somebody has to be amoral so that we can distinguish the difference between moral and amoral. Uh, I just wish that it wasn't the leader of the free world. Right. Mm. Although the leader of the free world now is Angela Merkel, and this is the rise of the sacred feminine energy, and he's powerful enough to cause us to rise up in protest of his existence by the countless millions. So I guess he serves a purpose. But, you know, the fact is he has, for better or for worse, ushered in the paradigm shift and the great wake-up call, the great awakening. This is a world awakening, and he's a very important part of it. And that cannot be denied. It cannot. Yeah. You know, but that's it. I'm not going to talk any more politics. We have 15 minutes left, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have another question, and I have a couple from the audience. Okay, so. it better be about ghosts or extraterrestrials. Uh, well, it says, what is your theory or your idea or your thought? Oh, wait, thought? now you're all breaking up again. Do it again. Say it again because all choppy what is, and weird and stuff. What is your idea or thoughts on Bigfoot and UFOs? Oh, all right. Okay, my thoughts on Bigfoot. Um, I love what John Tenney says about Bigfoot because he's like, you know, he, he I, and I'll never get it right. He'll say it on your show. Um, but basically, paraphrased, he says, you know, I ask people if they believe in ghosts and spirits, and they'll say yes. Right. Well, I don't um, know. <laughs> And you're you breaking know, up. I think I think that if Bigfoot exists, if so-called Bigfoot, you know, quote-unquote, a.k.a. Sasquatch, uh, exists, uh, it's probably in, uh, a dimension, it's probably a dimension jumper. It's probably an extraterrestrial race that um, either visits or hides well on the planet. Um, and I think that there are a few great minds um, in the film industry that I believe have been privy to certain information that the rest of us are not, uh, including George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, and that uh, Chewbacca exists in Star Wars 
so right. I, I just think it's interesting that uh, yeah. um, I think that would be really great because he was really great and I just loved that movie. Um, right. But you know what? Anything is possible. We live, there are species of, of living creatures that are on this earth that we have yet to discover and identify. You know, I mean, on our own planet. So right. who's to say what else is out there? You know, in, a, in an ever-expanding multiverse, who's to say what else is out there and how advanced they are and what kind of propulsion systems they have? And, you know, whether, I mean, who's to say that the technology doesn't exist somewhere in the universe for them to simply think about being in a forest on Earth and just be here from wherever they have that thought. You know, anything is possible. If we can think it, if we can conceive it, um, it already exists somewhere in the universe. It's all Mm -hmm. part of divine, conscious, cosmic consciousness. And when we tap into that, like the great inventors and the great composers and the, you know, there's a, a valid argument to be made that, um, you know, some of the greatest composers that have ever lived, you know, started composing these incredible symphonies at four and five years old before right. they could complete a sentence or write their names properly. And they're channeling this incredible music. You know, what is that? You know, don't tell, I mean, when the Moody Blues who claimed, um, to have been um, taken or abducted together as a group and then came back and said, you know, all the music that they made from that point on was from the extraterrestrials, that they were just conduits and channeling it in search of the lost cord to your children's children's children. You know, I mean, if you really listen, that that group took made an abrupt change in style and and you know the purpose of their their lyrics and what that their everything about the Moody Blues changed after they said that they took a ride together and met the space people met the star people met our right. brethren of the galactic mm-hmm. family and they're not the mm-hmm. only musicians to cl- have claimed that you know i mean we don't know we don't know, and anybody that claims that they do, anybody that claims that they're an expert in this field, you know, they're living in bad faith. They're lying to themselves, and they're being fraudulent with the people they're making that claim to. It's right. just not true. Now, all existing science, all accepted existing science was once pseudoscience, considered pseudoscience, yeah, in the same true. way that the study of the paranormal is considered pseudoscience. But I do believe that eventually with the merging of science and spirituality, uh, as Nikola Tesla said, we will make great strides in a very short amount of time because what we need to be looking at is not the molecules, but the so-called empty space between them if we want to know where the God particle is and what is the cohesive oneness that holds the universe together. I just love this woman. Me too. She just she I just, just can listen to her. I know, I know. But we have another question for you. Yeah. 
um, from one of our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. Andrea, do you believe there is a veil that separates the world of the living and the dead, or do you think that it is just perception that this time of year is when the spirits have better voices to be heard? I don't think that this time of year has anything to do with whether or not the spirit voices can be heard. We can talk to spirit and interact with spirit any time that we choose in any variety of ways. So it's it's not about that. I think that that's a, a, a self, uh, uh, kind of a self-inflicted wound in a lot of ways in terms of people's perception of how they can interact and relate with others. I don't believe that uh, the veil is anything other than a fabrication and a machination of our mortal tendency to want to box ourselves into our comfy zone, which is our three-dimensional five-sensory realm, but that it is just a fraction of the reality of existence. And once we begin to open ourselves up to alternate realities and to expose ourselves to willingly, uh, you know, be open to uh, interacting with other beings from other dimensions uh, and be able to be touched by spirit and know that that's exactly what it is, that we're not mistaking it for something else, Um, but to be able to actually interact with a loved one or as I have with the spirits from the farmhouse and, and others that I know that have passed, including John Lento, uh, who I, I miss every day. What a wonderful man. Uh, my sister, April, who passed away last year, I've been able to speak with her through Spirit Box seven, several times um, with the help of uh, my dear friend, Tim Woolworth, who is uh, just a master at the technology. Uh, But, you know, she pushes her way right through. She was always pushy in life, and she's pushy in afterlife. And (laughs) I've had conversations with my sister with numerous witnesses. Um, It's just, we'll get there. We'll get to a point where anybody that wants to can. Um, Right. And and we're getting there quickly, I think. I really do. Because it's about by vibration. It's about tapping into their vibration. And once we get the frequencies right, once we really, you know, fine tune what what the technology that is currently available offers us, but we don't actually need any technology at all. All we really need to do is open ourselves up as the conduits that each and every one of us can be. There is right. no, there's no wall, there's no barrier, there's no boundary between ourselves and other dimensions other than the self-imposed boundaries. I wanted to say that the gentleman that asked um, said one explanation, and thank you. And then we have... Um, one that I, I that you wouldn't answer because you wouldn't know, and neither would I. But I'm going to assume that, um, if from what I know of the information given about Bigfoot, and that they are related to the um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? The Yeti. They are relatives, mm-hmm. I guess. So, so Kristen, that is that is the answer I'm going to give you, um, is that they are relatives, and yes, they would be friends, I guess, in some sense. Um, there was another one here. Um, Dad was asking, so then the veil uh, being the thing Halloween is or is not true? And I'm going to leave that to you. Well, you know, there's a, a it, there's a perception, you know, that there is some difference that we're somehow separate and distinct from all other existence. I think it's the realization of oneness, which, when it occurs, makes us realize that if everything is energy and everything is one thing, then we're all related in some way, shape, or form to every other living soul. And I find that a very comforting notion, personally. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's perfect. So, well, we have about two minutes before we actually click off here. Um, but I would just say, you know, it is always, I mean, literally always a pleasure to have you on Talk Radio with us. We love you to death. You are an inspiration, and mm-hmm. you're very knowledgeable about so many things. That's because you've gone through a lot, yeah. and um, right. yes. you are you now the president of the Weird Society. <laughs> um, and the Weirdo we, Society. The Weirdo Society, and yeah. we now dub you that. And uh, <laughs> dubby. And um, when John is on, please call in and say hi. Um, we, we definitely will. Now, I want to make mention here, folks, that her new book that's coming out is called A Wonder to Behold. A Wonder to Behold. And so mm-hmm. make sure that when that comes out, you're going to hold it. And her series is still available. Um, the House of... Um, what's the light? House, House of Darkness, House of Light. Had it backwards. House of Darkness, House of Light. And um, mm-hmm. that is a three-book series, I believe, right? Yes. Yes. So that is also still available. Yeah. My dear, you are uh, an amazing individual, and we love you here so much. We really do. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure to join both of you. Uh, and I always get a little riled up and have a wonderful time with you. And uh, I look forward to the next time that we do it. I promise to come back soon, okay? Oh, we would oh, love that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's excellent. And thank you very much to uh, all of the listeners, to your live listeners, and uh, and for their questions tonight. Uh, I love being able to interact with them. And a special good evening to my friend Jacob. Uh, I'm so glad you, you came on. Yes. I really am glad, Jacob, that you came on and you were able to share this with us and that you, that, um, that you were able to see that he's okay now. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a, a real guest. A real guest. Yeah. yeah. All right, Andrea, you have yourself a great night, and I know you're yeah. busy. You need to get some sleep. You're on the go yes. 24-7. Good and, luck and have fun with all of your upcoming yes, yes. days. And just remember that you're in our thoughts all the time, and we love you, and um, someday we'll get you where we can all get together, oh sit down and gosh. have coffee, maybe a piece of pie. And That's go what I'm out supposed and, to say. Listen, I want to go out yes. with you and just be able to go and listen to some music with you. That would be fantastic. 
Yes, it would. And that that time will come, rest assured. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Andrea. Thank, thank you. you. You have a great night. Talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Folks, that was uh, Anna Perrin, and we had such a wonderful mm-hmm. night tonight um, speaking with her. She's an amazing individual. Again, her book, new book, is A Wonder to Behold. Yeah. And, of course, uh, House of Darkness, House of Light, which you can still get um, as a three-book series um, about uh, the real conjuring. And make sure you get a hold of that stuff. And um, I just I want to say that it's going to be great for our – hundredth episode mm-hmm. now that you know and she knows john tenney so it's gonna be great to have him here with us um it's gonna be an amazing Kristen asked if we were gonna have balloons for our hundredth i think we should have balloons i think, so I think we too. should have lots of balloons yeah and and just you know um and have 100s on them <laughs> we can we can write 100s on them with a marker why not i mean that would be let's get the lit the ones that's got the little lights in them Oh, fun, right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll open up the show in the dark, seeing all the balloons. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> He's on this dark kit, you guys. I don't know what to tell you. He I love the dark. the dark. I, I just do. I love the dark. I, I've always <laughs> loved the dark, and I, I, can't, I can't help it. Now, next week, folks, this is very, very, very important. Okay. Next Monday. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. We have... Mr. Chad Lindbergh on the show. Yay! And he um, starred in the blockbuster hit mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious. Right. He was in there with uh, Van Diesel and the rest Vin of Diesel. Vin Diesel. Sorry, and the rest of them. So he will be joining the show. He is a paranormal investigator, um, and he's um, going to come on and tell us some stories and fill us in with stuff. We also have Aiden Sinclair with us. I don't know how we're going to make this work, but, and we've never had, yeah, same night he's joining us. Um, Aiden Sinclair is a magician and an illusionist, and we're going to talk to him about um, real magic. What? Come on now. Why not? I think it would be fun to talk about real magic. Mm. No. Mm. It'll be fun. So, <laughs> um, so next Monday, which is the eighth of October, make sure you tune in at eight o'clock so that you can um, ask questions to Mr. Chandlerberg and Aiden Sinclair. It's going to be a great uh-huh. night. So, what's that? Sandy said, "I'm terrified of the dark," and then Eric says, "Where there is darkness, there is always delight." <laughs> Thank you. Thank Yay, you. Eric. On that note. Um, uh, Mr. Robert and I have been talking new decorations. Yep. Robert and I have been talking at night. Um, I have started uh, my own little 30 minute segment on Paris radio during the week. And, um, it is called in the dark with (laughs) Ted Wolf. Nice. 30 minutes in the dark with Ted Wolf. It's uh, me driving home and everybody listening. <laughs> and they get to ask any questions they want about That's paranormal funny. or whatever else they want to talk about. I heard your phone fell. Oh, yeah. It fell a couple times. Yeah. So um, you need one of the holders. I need a holder. I need to get one. A hand free device. Yes, I do. Friend. Yes. Yes. So but I have found a new way to wedge my phone in to the windshield to the dashboard. So. <laughs> But um, so Ooh, every night, nice including tonight oh, on the way home. Yes, I do. Where is it? It's in the box in my truck. Oh, I have Sheila. a I have a 
those two that turns different colors. Oh, Sheila, he did not put them up. No, I did he not. He is holding out on me. Yes, those are going on our table when we do events. I just got to change the batteries in them because we let them go dead. Um, Cute. Supernatural Expo was, was fun. It was a little slow, but it was fun. It was decent. <laughs> I got to hang out with Cookie and Sheila and so many other wonderful people. It was, um, it was fantastic. And the subway there has some amazing cookies. <sighs> I know. What's that? The cookies? No, the cookies mm. were awesome. Cookie was awesome? No, the cookies. <laughs> yes, cookie was awesome, the but the, the cookies were you awesome. You mean the crack cookies? The crack cookies. Crack yes, cookies are peanut butter, um, Reese's, Reese's, peanut butter, Reese's cup cookies. And I, I've always called them crack cookies. The, yeah, they're the Reese's peanut butter cup cookies. They are amazing. delicious. And don't start eating them because they stop. are addictive. Yeah. They are like I'm getting two for the way crack home. from what I understand of it. Yeah, yeah I'm getting that it's highly addictive. Yeah. I have not ever tried crack, <laughs> but I just know that it is highly addictive because I have people around me that were partaking ding, of ding, it. Ding, 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 ding. You were taking part in crack? No, the cookies. The cookies, not the crack. No, I was talking about the crack. Crack kills. Crack kills. Don't do it. I am telling you, don't do it. Oh, my goodness. That's funny shit right there. Yes, Dennis, you can find the coolest stuff around Halloween. Yes. Why did I say that? I don't call it that. It's Halloween. Yes. And October 15th. Hi, Kim. Hey, Kim. So October 15th, which is the following Monday, that is Elizabeth Saint Day. Nice. So Elizabeth Yay! Saint is going to be Should joining be us the for the Ghost of Shepherdstown. So third that we've talked to from the Ghost, Ghost of, Shep- of Shepherdstown. Yeah, she's going to be joining us, and that's going to be an amazing show as well. Mm-hmm. The one that I'm really excited about is coming up soon, and um, that's not until where is it? Uh, Are you talking about Porter? Uh, no, but we should discuss that real quick. That our Halloween show. Halloween show. Halloween, Halloween. Hallow's Saint Hallow's Eve. Eve. Hallow's Eve. It's not hollow. Hollow is H O. Saint Christmas Day. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know why I said it. He doesn't know what he's talking about. If you if if you have nothing to do on Monday, October. 29th, that is our Halloween episode, and we are going to be live at the historical Palmyra Museum, and we are going to be joined by, first of all, Bonnie Bonnie. from the historic uh, Palmyra, and Cookie Stringfellow is going to be there, and our special guests are going to be Doogie and Porter Porter from Ghost Asylum. So they're going to be joining us. So it's Fantastic. And we're going to be doing a little hunt. A little hunt. Yes, we oh are. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Yeah, it's a little hunt, and it, it's going to be fun. So, um, guys, so we will be talking to you soon. And you know what, Cindy? What? I have been doing this binge watching. Of what? Tell me. Doctor Who. <laughs> Really? I am. Wait, did you start I am, at like the very beginning, like which, 30 years ago? Which the newer one. Oh. And it started. The one um, after the, Peter Capaldi. Yes. yes By the way, yes. Doctor Who fans, there is a picture on my Facebook with me and Peter Capaldi. I'm just saying, he's fantastic. He was delightful. Okay. And just so you guys Whatever. know, my favorite Doctor Who was in the fourth Doctor. 
Is he the one the with the curly series? hair? Yes, Mr. Tom Baker. He was yeah. my favorite uh, doctor well, of all doctors. Well, this is the one I remember. Are we going to have him on the show? I would love to have oh him God, on the show. Oh, my God, that would be so crazy. And he I... has the, 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 Dang the it. what do they call those things, uh, scarf? Yeah, the scarf. And he always used to say, would you like a jelly baby? <laughs> so, but, I don't remember. Um, I just remember, like, being a kid and going, what is this really strange, cool music? And going, yeah. I never under yes, I, love, I, I never understood yeah. that he was he was a, a time lord. Well, a time lord number one, but but that he was that these people are hosts. I didn't know yeah, that he that was he like a parasite. Right, and he just changes not, from right. Yeah, I did right. not know that back then. Yep. It wasn't until my friends filled me in. Yep. Yep. Like all so. of this. <laughs> had no idea. Yeah, so um, to leave it on that note, just say I'm enjoying that, and um, I'm going to binge watch. I have binge watch. I, I love it, some. and but I'm going to grab some cookies, folks. Don't forget, Robert and the rest of you, that on the way home we are doing our first show of uh, 45 minutes in the dark with Ted on the way home tonight. <laughs> so we're we're going to be talking hey, tonight. Hey, Eric. So we can talk about anything that you want. So getting. Getting groovy with Teddy in the dark. Where's the disco ball? I don't know. Oh, my God. We need one for your... That would be so fun. That is so fun. Oh, but then it wouldn't be dark. Right. Mm. Because I like it in the dark. Yeah. I like being in the dark. No, I like like the light and the dark. I like them both. Uh, I, I like doing everything in the dark. No, no, no. I like it in the light. No way. I don't yes. want to see nothing. I like it in the dark. Listen, if you can't be confident enough in what you got, why are you doing it? Um, so that you can actually just feel yourself around. Fuck. And... No. <laughs> no. I want to oh, be looking at it. No, I want to be seeing what I'm looking at. I, want to, <laughs> I don't want groping. What is that you're touching me with? Oh, my God. Please tell me that wasn't your toe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, wherever there is darkness, there is always delight. Love you guys. See you soon. <laughs> You've been listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy. Catch us next Monday when we will bring you another fantastic guest. Thank you to our guests, our sponsors, and Jay Wolf Productions. Be safe. Be good and remember, wherever there is this, there is always the light. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.